Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. The Dodgers will win the World Series if... We play a full season and there is a a postseason. Wait. We are winning the World Series in 2022. So, but I know where you're going with that. No, what We're are you winning the World Series this year? Put it on record. Downtown San Diego, game four of the 2022 National League Division Series between the Padres and the visiting Los Angeles Dodgers. Last night, a 2 1 win for San Diego as they have taken a 2 1 lead in this best of five series. That means, I'll do the math for you, an opportunity here tonight to close out the division series, close out the Dodgers, and advance to the NLCS. We are winning the World Series in 2022. Now the pitch. And a ground ball chopped to the right side. Freeman reaching for it. Can't make the play. Rolls out to second base. The run will score. And everybody's safe. 3-1 to one in the bottom of the seventh inning. We are winning the World Series in 2022. Here's the 2-0 pitch. Soto with a line drive into right field. That'll get down. And a base hit. Betts plays it on a hop. Fires towards the plate. No chance. Nola comes in to score. And the game is tied at three. Juan Soto an RBI single. And still nobody out. We are winning the World Series in 2022. Two and two. Here's the pitch. Cronenworth swings. Lines it into center field. That's a base hit. Kim will score. Here comes Soto. The throw from Thompson kicks off the mound. And down to second. Cronenworth. A two-run single. And the Padres in front for the first time tonight. It's 5-3. to three. We are winning the World Series in 2022. We are winning the World Series in 2022. Ben, you do a great job. We are winning the World Series in 2022. Haters set and ready. 0-2. Swing and a miss. Freeman went after a slider in the dirt. And the ball game is over. The series is over. And the Padres have slayed the Dragon. They defeat the Dodgers in four games to advance to the National League Championship Series. They will play for the pennant beginning on Tuesday night here at home against the Phillies. We are winning the World Series in 2022. We're going to party tonight like crazy. I am. And I'm not a partier, but I am tonight. Shock factor, very high. Um, Disappointment, very high. Um, It's crushing. Good morning, everybody. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. I feel petty, 
So petty. I have had maybe the greatest, I don't know, 36 hours of my life. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paul. A little longer than 36 hours. 48. Friday, yeah, was, Friday was pretty amazing. Pretty unbelievable. It's a good as point. Well. It's a good point. But really, I mean, nothing was over after Friday night. It was over after Saturday. Benjamin That's Higgins. True. Your friendly neighborhood sports anchor is also here with us this morning. Benjamin, how are you? Oh, it's a good, good Monday morning in San Diego. It's maybe the best, best morning that we've had as a show. I mean, I can't think of one. about that, too. I can't think of one that's better than this one. I really can't. I mean, we've had some good ones. Don't get me wrong. Nothing is sweeter than this. Nothing is sweeter than this. I've had some... um, some people kind of push back because I, I tweeted after the game that this is this is what we've always wanted. Obviously, we want a World Series title, but didn't we just win one? It, it sure we, feels like it. I mean, it, it really kind of does. I mean, if if there was any team that that San Diegans they wanted to beat, it was the Dodgers, and they wanted to do it in a meaningful series that cost the Dodgers something. I, I remember back in 1996, the Padres won the last three regular season games over the Dodgers to win the division, but. It made no difference in the playoffs. Both teams were going. Both teams were playing in a best of five first round series. There was no, there was no really pain that was you know sent the Dodgers sure. way. This is obviously the biggest series win I think in franchise history, and I know there's more to be done. And I know that you know if the Padres don't go on to win the World Series, it'll still sting. I mean a little bit. I don't want this run to end. I would love to see it end in the perfect fashion with a World Series title, but it's. I still think it's going to be hard to top how amazing the last you know two games at Petco Park were. It it was so spectacular and special. Well, and you know it. it Seats of people saying, "Man, this is not going to sink in for a while." You know, obviously, like you said, there's work to be done, Benny. But man, I I I I, I can't say it enough. I'm so happy uh, for the city. Number one, I'm so proud of the players. Not, you know, maybe two people in national media picked them to do anything at all, even against the Mets, uh, and especially against the Dodgers. All those talking head clowns on the postgame show, A Rod, Big Poppy, you know, um, every single person picked the Dodgers to win. Now, that's a safe, safe bet. There's guys that broadcast in this town that picked the Dodgers. You know, they, they broadcast in a few different places, and they picked the Dodgers to win. So uh, we're not that show. We actually picked the Padres to win. I bet on the Padres, by the way, every single game this series and in the series. I did not do emotional insurance. I didn't. I bet on them every single game to win. And uh, when they did. And I'm just so happy for uh, all of the Padre fans that make it a point, you know, to come up and say hello that have listened to this program. Because when we started this show... Uh, almost five years ago, I don't know that it was a. It was never sat down and talked about. Like, hey, let's do like mostly Padres, like ninety percent Padres. Hey, talk. these guys are gonna, you know, they're talking football. Right, these right. guys are gonna talk uh, Aztecs. We're gonna be the Padres show. It wasn't strategic. It was mostly because that's the only thing I could really talk about with any sort of authority uh, at all. At all, trust me. Management tried to jam the NFL down your throat. They sure did, and and it wasn't a it wasn't a strategic thing. It was just the natural progression of things uh, for our show, Ben and Woods. And as soon as Manny Machado signed here, 
it all the 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 fuse was lit under the rocket, and the Padres started to go, and we started to talk more, 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 and here we go up to the stratosphere. I was uh, we were actually mocked by people I know, friend guys I used to consider friends. You know, hey, you know, you need to diversify, you need to spread it around a little bit. Uh, absolutely not, absolutely not. The decision was the right decision, uh, and that's who we are, and that's what we've done. So I'm very proud of that fact. Uh, don't. Don't be, you know, don't get lured in by the uh, Johnny Come Latelys at all, because this is the show for San Diego Padres talk. It always has been, and it always will be. And uh, it was evidenced by all of you guys that came up and dapped us up over the weekend out at Petco Park. Am I feeling uh, a little bit pissy this morning? I am. I'm like, I'm very, very um, pissy's not the right word. Petty. Petty is the right word. I'm feeling very petty. I well, couldn't that's tell fine. based on your Twitter account <laughs> yeah, over the weekend. <laughs> a little bit. I, you, I, you, I, you're not a like, petty person? It's I've been, not like I've been, I told I've been you silent. I, some people have been kind of, you know, clapping back at some of the Dodgers trolls for me, I've noticed, which is fine. I don't I don't mind that. But I also, part of me just wants to be, I'll rise above it, be magnanimous. No. Like, hey, you know what? We knew this all along, and we were confident in our team, Mm-mm. even during the regular season, and, and no, you can sir. just suffer like we've suffered before. Now it's your turn uh, to suffer up there. I told you guys. I said Saturday night will be, and if we win that game, it will be a, a master class. Uh, and it was. I don't know that I've ever had more fun. Just, just well, I, I mean, the sports electricity in this town is at levels – I don't know that I've ever seen. I, I know, like when the Chargers went to the Super Bowl, it was, you know, it was pretty wild in San Diego. But there were no, there were no games like at home. You know, they played on the road. They played in Pittsburgh, then they played in Miami for the Super Bowl, and they certainly didn't play downtown. Even when there were home games in the playoffs, they were in Mission Valley. There's no scene in Mission Valley. There's a big parking lot. There's tailgating, yeah. but the scene downtown on Friday and Saturday nights. Around Petco Park. I mean, there were a sellout crowd, 45,000-plus both nights at Petco Park. It felt like there had to be at least double that outside of Petco Park, of people who didn't have tickets but wanted to be down there, who were lined up to get into every single bar and restaurant in the gas lamp, anywhere within a you know 15-block radius of Petco Park, was jammed with people who were celebrating, who were happy, who were excited, it's the kind of sports electricity that this town has needed for so long, and it's so exciting to see the Padres bring it to San Diego, bring this kind of fun. What we've been missing as sports fans, to get to experience that this weekend was just off the charts amazing for and, me. And I know it's aged me 10 years and, and probably everybody else out there. Um, it is. These are not easy games to watch. Uh, it's just... it. It rips your soul out, but it certainly it replenishes it a little bit when you come away with the victory. And to beat a New York Mets team, Ben, how many games did they win? 101? 101 games 101. for the Mets. Just a star-studded field. Um, so many good pitchers. You know, great closer, sluggers, you know, MVP-type candidates. That was, in and of itself, you could look at that and say, man, that was that was quite an accomplishment. To go in and beat the 111-win juggernaut that was the Los Angeles Dodgers? Are you effing kidding me? People still aren't giving this team their respect? People are looking at the, the playoff format and they're blaming the playoff format for this? you got to be kidding me. I've never seen anything like it. I'm furious about it. I can't wait to drop hammer and unload on all of these national riders that are... 
It's not fair. It's not fair. The Molly Knights of the world? You got to be kidding me. Dude, every single wildcard team would have traded places with you the minute it came down. Give them the choice. They should give them the choice next year and I, say, all right, I've, what do you want? I, You know what? I want to push back on that right away because I've heard the same thing. I was listening to MLB Network Radio on the way in this morning, had callers from uh, across the country going, I just don't think this format is that fair to the teams. It, it, this is actually the format more than any other in postseason history other than like only the division winner, only the league winners advance to the World Series has is more advantageous to the winning teams than almost they've ever had it before. No question. There are two buys for the teams that have the best records. They have made the wild card round into a three game series rather than a one game crapshoot, and all three games were in the park of the team with the better record. They gave the better teams more advantages than they've ever gave them. More rest to set up the rotation for the teams with the buy in the first round. To complain that the format is why these teams are advancing is absurd. The the format has never been more advantageous to the teams with more victories in, in, in baseball in 25 years. No doubt. There is no doubt about it. And it sickens me. It infuriates me that this is what, you know, it, I shouldn't be surprised. I shouldn't be surprised. And I actually, there's a part of me, a small part of me, that actually enjoys it. Because when you keep doubting this team, this team go out goes out and kicks the crap out of the team in front of them. They did it to the Mets. They did it to the Dodgers. They can do it to the Phillies. Now, here's the interesting part about the Phillies series. These are two underdogs. And that's fantastic. That's fantastic. I don't care about, oh, the ratings aren't going to be as, I could not care less. I want to see two teams that absolutely earned their way by beating really good teams in front of them that nobody, I mean, this is a freaking, this is what you live for in sports. This is Rocky against Drago, right? The 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 uh, Padres Dodgers. That's Rocky against Drago. He had no business beating Drago, and he did it. He did it. You know how he did it? He worked his ass off. And then when the when the bell rang, he went out and he kicked the crap out of them. Dodgers didn't beat themselves. The Padres beat them. It has nothing to do with the format. The Dodgers are soft. They're soft. They're overrated. And they're trash. They're trash. Nobody's ever done less with more than that team ever. 111 wins. you got to be kidding me. You were making an excuse for a 111-win baseball team. With star star. I mean... Up and down the lineup. You got to be kidding me. I, but I also want to push back at the narrative, and I know we want to do some narrative busting yeah, big on the show today. But one I want to push back on that everyone just seems to accept is the truth is that the Dodgers blew it in this series. 100%, Ben. And I don't think that's necessarily the case. Now, did they play a perfect series? No. Did the Padres? But. I wouldn't say that the Dodgers blew it. I wouldn't say that Dave Roberts made a ton of horrible decisions oh, over the course of the series. I would. I, I really wouldn't. I would. I, I thought, you know, I mean. Bro, I, you, we could, we'll do ben, this. You do a great job. I, think, <laughs> I think the Padres won this series. I do, too. I don't, I don't want to diminish what it, the Padres no. did by saying the Dodgers, you know, you know, crapped all over themselves in this series. They didn't. Freddie Freeman, you know, had a decent series. Trey Turner had a decent series. Mookie Betts didn't have a very good series, but... I mean, not every Padre had a great series at the plate. 
Um, I feel like the Padres won this series way more than the Dodgers lost this series. Oh, I, I do too. And, and what you're seeing in the columns is, oh, the Dodgers, you know, choked. The Dodgers. This was the season. They've never had a bigger collapse. I didn't see. I didn't see that Dodger team from the regular season not show up completely in this series. That was the same Dodgers team oh, absolutely. that the Padres had trouble with in the regular season. The Padres rose to the occasion more than the Dodgers sank. Now, if the Dodgers come out and play their absolute best, I st- I, they probably beat anybody. So you can't. Well, they you know, did 111 times. Yeah, I know. You can't. I mean, you can't. You can't necessarily beat a Dodgers team that's clicking on all cylinders. They weren't. But I don't think that the Dodgers lost that series as much as the Padres won that series. And I want to make sure they get their due credit for for everything that, that went into that. The no pitching, doubt. the bullpen, the, the clutch hits, the timely Some rally in the bottom of the seventh. the entire postseason from these national broadcasts. God forbid the Padres are playing well in a game. It's right. what's going on with the Mets. Why are the Dodgers playing so poorly tonight? No, these guys are doing this without Fernando Tatis. This is shocking. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, stupid. It is. It's absolutely absurd. Um, but I can, I can point to three or four things that Roberts did. Which again, Ben, that never changes in the postseason. It, it. I've said it. You know my my mantra. As long as he's the manager, anybody has a chance in October. The moment is too big for Dave Roberts, and it was once again, and it certainly was once again on Saturday night. Now, by the way. May not be entirely his fault. The Dodgers run their organization a very, very particular way, and it doesn't work in the playoffs. Clearly, it doesn't work in the playoffs. Every every team that loses, you can always second-guess decisions by the manager, by the general manager. You know, for instance, um, taking Tyler Anderson out after five innings. It Obviously, it seems like it was the wrong call. Padres might have might have gone off on Tyler Anderson had they let, left him in for more pitches. Third time through the order, Padres rally. You go, what an idiot! You, you, your plan was to to take him out after two times through the order, and then you leave him in, and all of a sudden the Padres go off. You could criticize a lot of things when you don't win a series. How about putting a guy in that hasn't warmed up? How about that? How about not being ready for Jake Cronenworth? How about putting a guy in that has thrown four warmups that had no slider? How about that? How about that? I'm not going to come in here and defend Dave Roberts today. He's a horrible big game manager. He always has Again, been. I'm not, he always will be. I'm not trying to defend Dave Roberts. I'm trying to make sure the Padres get their full credit. They will, and they have. For and winning gonna. and doing what they did There's and not no... simply say, oh, the Padres got lucky because the Dodgers blew it. It ain't luck. You it's still got, you still got to hit that ball if you're Jay Cronenworth, but, man, does Dave Roberts make it so much easier for a team to win. He's done it every year. He's done it every single year. This was like the fact, I look at the clock, it's already 6-17. We've talked for like two minutes. We just got started. No, no, this is the kind of show it's going to be. Obviously, uh, we're going to, at some point, I would say, look ahead to the NLCS. Tomorrow will be more of our look ahead today. Today, we want to celebrate and be here again with you fans who all showed up. Uh, either in person, in spirit, at the ballpark, around the ballpark on Friday and Saturday. Uh, We want stories. We want energy. Uh, We are going to bring some of it ourselves as well. Should be a good show today. Uh, The only guest we have will come up at 835. Scan's going to come on, which is great. He has been in the center of all of it covering this team. He's been fantastic. Uh, All guests appear on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. Uh, Daily Diddy, Woods gets to pick the theme. 
Looking forward to that selection coming up next, and then uh, we'll kind of wrap up everything, especially Saturday night's clincher. All coming up on a great Monday morning in the city of San Diego. So glad you're spending it with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station. Get our first check of traffic with Kelly here this morning on 97.3 The Fan. about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In the living room, your pipe and slippers set out for you. I know you think that it ain't too far, but I, I hear a call of a lifetime ring. Felt the need to get up for it. Oh, and cut out the middle man, get free from the middle man. You got no type of the messenger. Got no regard for the thing that you don't understand You got no fear of the underdog That's why you will not survive That's right You had no fear of the underdog And that's why That's why you will not survive I hope Freddie Freeman has a fabulous day On the golf course today Hit him straight, Fred Hit him real, real good Hit him real good Mookie Picture him right now In some bowling alley somewhere Bald dome glistening under the 
hot lights of some weird bowling alley and wherever. Not somewhere cool like Punchbowl Social, where we were bowling <laughs> on Friday. That was great. That place was fantastic. Yeah, that was pretty fun. I forgot how uh, taxing on your body bowling is. <laughs> I've been sore. All I've thrown, I threw like, like four balls. Four frames, maybe, and I'm my arm hurts. So, uh, Underdog. The Underdog by Spoon. The theme of the week. Now, that's interesting because... While the Padres did well in the role of underdog against the Mets and on the road and starting on the road, huge underdogs against the Dodgers. What was the stat? Second biggest win discrepancy for an underdog uh, against a favorite in a Major League Baseball playoff series. Only the White Sox in 1906 taking down the 100-and-something winning Cubs had a bigger <laughs> discrepancy in the wins. But Like, we beat the best team of all time, pretty much. Like, the but, best team but ever. But they won't. They won't be the underdogs in this series. Now, maybe people will pick picked. the Phillies, yeah. but the, the the odds makers have the Padres, as I've seen it, as slight favorites. They have home field advantage in this next series. Do you try to do you try to maintain that us against the world yes. underdog mentality, even though and we see it all the time, and I've never I've never had this conversation in San Diego because it's San Diego. You're always, always the underdog. We've always yeah. been the underdog, and you always laugh at the teams. Oh yeah, you're the underdog. LA when, was yeah. they had their it was us against <laughs> no, everybody. Nobody like, be, nobody, nobody believed, believed in us. us. Well no, actually everybody believed in you. Will people laugh at the Padres when they say, Oh, we're we're the underdogs here? Uh well you're you're starting at home in game one and Vegas says you're actually the favorites in this series. So can you still play the underdog going forward? Yeah, the Boston Red Sox did it to critical acclaim for several World Series. We are gritty, and we are um, we are. Uh, Our payroll is grown. eight dollars. Yeah, yeah. they had like <laughs> the third highest payroll, but we're like guys, we're just gritty cowboys. So I don't know what everybody's talking about. Nobody Pretty much playing for us. free here. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly right. We're not the Yankees, obviously. We got no stars here. Like guys, it, they did it to critical acclaim. So, but listen. You know, again, in that sense, the Padres are very similar. The Padres have a top five payroll. Absolutely, they have an immense amount of talent Absolutely. on their team. Tre- you know, they're, they're they're not plucky underdogs. No, but I will say, I will say, everybody keeps picking against them, and that that in fact makes you an underdog, despite what the Vegas odds may. It was so fun, Ben, going to look at the lines every day against the Dodgers because it was. I was getting a run and a half every game, and I'm like, fine by me. Absolutely. I took, I, and I took it every single game. Um, I don't know that it'll be the same uh, this series, but again, when all of the talking heads pick against you, I, I'd say that falls into the underdog type role. I mean, you heard, we heard Manny, we heard Joe Musgrove fire back at Big Poppy the other night. I hope we have that audio at some point today. Like, that stuff filters in, man. Uh, we heard about Manny texting Big Poppy after you know Game Two, saying, "Now what? Now what? You know the the Dodgers are your daddies and blah blah blah. Um, that stuff gets in there. So I think I think they're running with that. Whatever you got to do, man, to get through this series and get to, uh, win a pennant and get to the World Series, you you do it. What I want to know is when do we get some of Paul Rindle's stories? Because Paul Rindle was there. <laughs> well, you said you didn't get back until three a.m. Just on after, Saturday? Just after 3 a.m. 3 a.m. That was not planned either. 3 a.m. On the field, celebrating there with the Padres, taking videos. Um, you were right in the middle of it, and I want to hear a little more about what happened 
on Saturday night after the old guys went to sleep. I'm glad it's Polly because it's a young that's a young man's game, and my kids get up at six regardless. Regardless, uh, we will also, of course, get our complete wrap up. We heard some of the highlights in the open, the amazing bottom seven, the rally, uh, everything that happened there in on Saturday night's game four clincher. We'll get to our Padres wrap-up coming up. And then uh, I want to get out some phone calls as well. I also, People already dialing in. Woodsy, 833-288-0973. I also want to beat the dead horse today. I'm going to beat the dead horse about this playoff system. I want to beat it to death. It's already dead, but I want to keep beating it. All right, we'll continue with fun said. on a Monday morning. Mondays don't get much better than this, San Diego. Enjoy it. You've earned it. Fans are as, as, as responsible for this as anyone with that energy you brought. No doubt. Uh, we will be right back with more Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fam. Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by OnDeck Small Business Loans. When you own a small business, sometimes you need funds fast. So go to OnDeck.com, America's largest online small business lender. OnDeck makes it easy to apply in minutes. Apply phone today at OnDeck.com. All right, uh, we heard a few of the highlights in the open. Let's get a little more of Jesse and Tony's call on Saturday night of the clincher. We'll have that in our Padres wrap-up. Uh, we still want to talk a little bit more about that playoff format narrative. Take your phone calls as well. We'll do all of that after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fam. Miss any of yesterday's Padres game? What's the matter with you? Forget it. That one is going to go. We've got you covered, though. It's the Padres Wrap-Up with Ben and Woods. That is the ball game, and that is a winner. On 97.3 The Fan. Let's go San Diego. 
downtown San Diego. Game four of the 2022 National League Division Series between the Padres and the visiting Los Angeles Dodgers. Last night, a 2-1 win for San Diego as they have taken a 2-1 lead in this best-of-five series. That means, I'll do the math for you, an opportunity here tonight to close out the division series, close out the Dodgers, and advance to the NLCS. Turner swings, pops it up, very shallow right field. Cronenworth, long run, going back, out towards the line. He gets there, and he makes the catch two away. Rangy play by Jake Cronenworth. I don't know that Soto was ever going to have a chance to come in and make the catch. It was all Jake, and he was able to make it. One and on the count. Here's the pitch from Joe, and Freeman hits a chopper to first. That gets by Myers, and it's down the line. A fair ball headed towards the corner. Betts has scored. Trey Turner will score. Freeman into second base, and the Dodgers snap in 0 for 20 with runners in scoring position with a two-out double by Freddie Freeman, his second double of the night already. And L.A. in front, two to zip. And Musgrove's 101st pitch of the night is swung on and missed. Gavin Luck strikes out, and Musgrove gets through six. Now the pitch, and a ground ball chopped to the right side. Freeman reaching for it, can't make the play. Rolls out to second base. The run will score, and everybody's safe. Three to one in the bottom of the seventh inning. Here's the 2-0 pitch. Soto with a line drive into right field. That'll get down, and a base hit. Betts plays it on a hop, fires towards the plate. No chance. Nola comes in to score, and the game is tied at three. Juan Soto, an RBI single, and still nobody out. Two and two, here's the pitch. Cronenworth swings, lines it into center field. That's a base hit. Kim will score. Here comes Soto. The throw from Thompson kicks off the mound, and down to second, Cronenworth. A two-run single, and the Padres in front for the first time tonight. It's five to three. Haters set and ready. 0-2, 0-2, swing and a miss! Freeman went after a slider in the dirt, and the ball game is over! The series is over! And the Padres have slayed the Dragon. They defeat the Dodgers in four games to advance to the National League Championship Series. They will play for the pennant beginning on Tuesday night here at home against the Phillies. This was about a, a you know a, an organization taking it to a different level this year more than anything else. My coaching staff did a great job with these guys. The players did all the heavy lifting. I'm I'm a glorified fat packer. I I pat guys on the back when they come in the dugout. That's a great. That's a great line by Bob Melvin. I'm a glorified back patter. I just I just pat backs when they come back into the dugout. He's more than that, Felt by the great. way. Bob, take a pat yourself on the back. For a job well done as manager to this point. Yeah, I love that man. I enjoy that. Did you see the Oakland A's fans all happy for Bob over the weekend as well? Former players, like, everybody's happy for Bob uh, to a man uh, or a woman. Anybody that's worked with him and been around him knows what a great manager he is. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we've been been beating that horse uh, all season long, and and you know uh, he he proved it. So proved it we once again we came on um, we came on late after the game on Friday, but we hadn't really have a chance to break down Saturday's game. Yeah, and listening back, and obviously we couldn't play every single highlight. It felt like there were fifty critical plays in that game, but I do want to go back and first talk about Joe Musgrove six innings. Yes, he gave up two runs to the Dodgers. Yeah. By the way, six innings, two runs to the Dodgers is it's a good day any day. Is is a fantastically gutty performance, no doubt. in a, in a playoff series. And Joe was really good. He got stronger at the end. His last two innings, 
Uh, really, last three innings were really, really strong. Outstanding. And kept the Padres in the game. At that point, you know, you, you give up more runs and it becomes 4 or 5 nothing. That hill may be too big to climb. But keeping it at a 2 nothing game was critical. And then in the top of the seventh, when Stephen Wilson came in and he got ahead of Mookie Betts, the first batter, I know everyone said, oh, Stephen Wilson really spit the bit there. Yeah, I mean, you know, he got ahead of Mookie and ended up walking him. Can't walk and, Mookie and, Betts. And, and that, was, that was unfortunate. He did get ahead. It's not like he came in and threw four straight balls. But Mookie, Mookie worked the walk. And then a perfect bunt by Trey Turner that really started things unraveling. Yeah, that could have gone really, really sad. And, and then Stephen Wilson kind of lost a little bit. The wild pitches got the runners over. They had to bring in, obviously, Tim Hill. And let's not... Let's not shortchange Tim Hill and his no way. critical role in keeping that within striking distance. Yeah, gave keeping up a that, sack fly. Keeping that to a one-run inning for the Dodgers when Legendary. they were set up for a, a three- or four-run frame, possibly, with the way things started. To get out of that mess, striking out Max Muncie, uh, getting Justin Turner, and, and keeping it at a 3 nothing game. Sure, you could have ended up losing 3 nothing. We would have never said anything about Tim Hill, but that's... Why it's so important to take every at bat, even when you're down, like it's it's a tie ball game. Like you you know, this is going to decide the series, every single at bat, and Tim Hill is as responsible as anyone for that Padres victory on Saturday night. What were your guys' thoughts? I got a lot of texts. Why are we pitching the Freddie Freeman here? Um I got a lot of those. Again, that was in the second inning, is that right? Second inning that happened? Yeah, that was a third inning. Third, third inning. inning when they scored, so, you could have you could have walked him, lo- loaded the bases for the right-hander. How many outs? Will Smith, two. Was it one? No, one out. One out. You could have got the double play. One out. It was one yeah, out. playing for double play. Which Will Smith is a double play candidate to be sure. Freddie Freeman is a great hitter. He had smoked one in his previous at bat. I think looking at that, looking back at the time, I'm like, I, I don't care. It's the third inning. I'm not putting. I'm not loading the bases for Will Smith. I'm I just, probably would have walked I mean, Freddie Freeman in that situation. Now the, the pitch he threw. Was a cutter in on the hands. It didn't cut, and he just again. He's Freddie Freeman. He's a good hitter, but I, I understand what you're saying. You go with the righty righty matchup. Um, so they they kind of wriggled out of a little bit. Again, there were so many opportunities for the Dodgers to put up big innings, and they didn't. Uh, Padres pitching really tightened the the tourniquet on them uh, at every chance they they got. Ben, then you get to the seventh. Canely, bottom seven. Bottom seven. Canley comes in, and I told my wife, I go, we can score off Canley. We can score off him. He's he had been good, really good Struck earlier the side, in the series, yeah. But he's only pitched once, and I said, man, I saw him in New York enough to know you can score off Tommy Canely in a big, big moment. It was probably the – it was such a critical inning that you, the Dodgers needed to throw up a zero. I thought it was going to be Evan Phillips, and I think probably every Dodger fan as well thought it was going to be Phillips uh, or Almonte first. But try to sneak one by you with Canely. He couldn't find the zone. Well, that was what I was hoping for. When he came in, you always go, okay, you know, you're asking a bunch of relievers to all get the job done. Correct. And while probably most of them will, you only need one to really not have it to get you back in the game. And every time a reliever came in, I was thinking, I hope the first batter, if he can't find home plate, that's always a great sign. And Canely against Jerickson Profar to lead off the seventh, he wasn't close. It's not like Profar spit on balls that were an inch outside the the balls mostly weren't even close to home plate he threw one strike the four balls were 
were almost all way off home plate. It was one of the easier walks Jerickson Profar is ever going to draw. Yep. And knowing the Dodgers have a three-run lead, that instantly tells you this guy has no command right now. No command. And then, of course, Trent Grisham, very smartly, you know, you could say, how do you not – this is this is the, the ultimate baseball dilemma because if Trent Grisham, you know, grounds out into a double play on the first pitch, you go, how do you not take some pitches sure. with a guy who's wild – but the you know the next level thought is this guy is desperate to get one he's over. He's got to throw he's got me a to, strike. He's got to groove one here because he doesn't want to fall behind again. He doesn't want to walk me. So Trent Grisham gets aggressive early in the count and smokes that ball into center for what luckily a single. I mean the fact that Trace Tom even caught that one on a hop was probably uh, Jesse was saying that was probably just blind luck that that found his glove first and third though and then you're really in business. Then the runs start coming. Yeah, it was uh, it was really special. And then when uh, Almonte came in, Hassan Kim, you can't give enough credit to that guy for the at bat of the season for him. The the you know show bunt early, chess chess game right there. Yeah, in that sh- at bat. show bunt early so that you you hope you get a fastball later in the count, uh, and then you yak one down the line on a drawn in infield. Which again, don't really know why the infield was in in a three nothing game. Play back, get the two. You give up one all day, right? Like Muncy's in, and Hassan Kim yaks that ball down the line. Well, were they in because they thought he was bunting? Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they were bunting. in because they thought he was bunting. He drew him in then, yeah. He drew yeah. him in, yaks it down the line. Next thing you know, Padres are massively in business. Juan Soto, much maligned by even Padre fans, uh, with a <laughs> massive hit. And then the great Jake Cronenworth, who had such a monster series after doing Almost nothing against the Mets. Um, Crony came through again off the left-hander Vesia, who, by the way, threw about four warm-up pitches in the bullpen. I guess Almonte had missed a sign to throw over to first to buy a little time. Look, it all worked out in the Padres' favor, but that was one of those moments where I did feel, and again, all credit goes to the Padres, but I did feel Dave Roberts, that moment got way, it sped up way too fast for him, and you could watch it go away. Vesia came in, Ben. He pitched. Had he pitched every single? Had he pitched in every game? It feels like he had. had feels, he, he definitely threw a lot in the it, series, and it feels like the Padres have never gotten a hit off the guy. And so I understand the lefty lefty matchup. If it were me, I would have had him heated up and ready to go. He only had a few warmups. He came in. There was no slider, none whatsoever. Jake knew that. Jake sat on a fastball and ripped it. Biggest hit in in our time of, of covering this team uh, by our boy Jake Cronenworth. He was my pick to click. Now, that's not a click in the fact that it's not a home run, but I'll take that two-run single by Crony any day. I'm sure you guys saw the cover of the Union Tribune, which my missus ran out and bought two copies of yesterday. One of the best pictures I've ever seen. Can't say enough about Jake uh, and the at-bat he put together, and he won the game. For and him. then the crowd at that point, the tidal wave of sound crashing down onto the field. I mean, the players, uh, Bob Melvin talking about it. At that point, the Dodgers had to, had to know you know that this is going to be this is going to be a really difficult challenge to come back from five to three with this crowd into it. Uh, the rain then started and everyone started singing "Blink 182." It looked like a wood. It looked like Woodstock with you know people were taking their shirt dude. off. They were dancing. They were wet. People were probably making free love in the stands. Benjamin, I don't know. I mean, it, it felt like Woodstock with the uh, with the rain coming down. Uh, and you get Robert Suarez doing his thing, and then Josh Hader. What a way to end the series. you got to face Betts, Turner, and Freeman. I mean, the the most dangerous trio in the regular season, and you strike all three out, 
and really there wasn't even anything close to, to becoming a, a hit or getting on base. What well, I mean, what a great way to end and it. And it's freaking 2 nothing. It's not 5 nothing. It's not 6-1. It's, it's a two-run two lead. lead, and you've got Mookie, Turner, and Freeman coming up. So, yeah, uh, the job that Josh Hader did was... Spectacular, just spectacular. Um, all his pitches working and made really quick work of him. And the next thing you know, you have just slayed the 111 win dragon. Uh, and just, it just, it's hard to even. I, I was having the hardest time putting my words together this weekend on how to actually explain what happened. It was so nuts. Uh, let's hear a little bit. Uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. was once again in the postgame locker room celebration. Let's go with uh, your pick to click, the guy who had the go-ahead two-run single in the seventh inning. Here's what uh, Tony Gwynn and Jake Cronenworth had to say after the game. I got Jake Cronenworth with us right now. Jake, huge knock in a big moment. It seems like you've been that guy all season long. Walk us through it. I saw Vestia getting warmed up in the bullpen. Uh, I thought they were going to go to him right away, uh, but I don't think he was ready yet, so uh, they were giving me the bunt, so I fake bunted. Uh, and obviously Vestia comes in, tough lefty. Not really many lefties that have too much success off him this year. Uh, honestly, just trying to get the barrel on the ball in the middle of the field and get those two guys in. That knock was reminiscent of the RBI single to get things started last night. Slider up, stayed on it beautifully. Just talk about that stroke. I mean, you've been hammering ball to the right side all season long. You stayed up the middle on that. Was that the game plan? Well, with those guys that are coming in late in the game, you know, with the stuff they have, you just got to take a short swing and stay in the middle of the field and just hope for the best. Jake, um, yeah, shortening up, just looking, targeting the center of the field. Great piece of hitting. I thought that was rem- the flattest slider I've ever seen. Reminis- I thought it was a fastball. <laughs> I thought reminiscent a little bit of Tony Gwynn Jr.'s dad, really, yeah. that the kind of hitting that he did in that situation right there. By the way, we just spent 15 minutes talking about a, a game. Didn't even mention Juan Soto stealing second and shuffling his way over oh there to try to draw a throw with two strikes. And it, it really, the, the nuts and bolts of baseball, how Bob Melvin said they didn't send him because they wanted to keep Freddie Freeman holding him on the back yeah. to keep that, you know, uh, hole open on the right side for Jake. But once there was two strikes, it's like, okay, go, let's send them and, and see if we can get two runs home and, Juan hoping that they'll throw and just yeah. stopping basically so like, come on, throw it, throw it. And the Dodgers go, we're not going to throw it. And shuffling on in. I mean, what a Bro, wild scene. And how about Juan Soto again? Like uh, anybody else in the world has their jaw clenched and they're, he's still out there dancing and having fun in the biggest moment of the biggest game of the season. That's a special, special type of player, man. Don't forget, you can listen to 97.3 The Fan, thousands of other stations, millions of podcasts for free every day on the Odyssey app. We'll come back, play some take on Woods. I know Woods wants to get a little petty as well. He bookmarked a lot of tweets from the season that are going to be uh, revealed coming up on 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 